everyone, this is episode 517 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, August 29th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today's episode is going to be real short because I'm recording it late, very late. I was expecting a package from Amazon, a new mic stand, so that it would be uh, a better for the video version of the show, even though that's not the most important version of the show, but... I figured that would make things a bit better and not have the bar sitting across my face. But Amazon's delivery service is a piece of crap and I hate it so much. About two hours ago from the point of this recording, which is 6.20 or so central time, uh, the package was supposedly one stop away and only... Uh, a few blocks, two blocks max away from my home. And then the map just disappeared. And so did any uh, knowledge of where my package may be. Sent a email to customer service. They said, yo, we'll send a, you know, we'll make sure they come send it to you right away. You'll be the next stop. That was a load of crap. And now the map showed up again, but they're delivering shit up in Morton Grove, which doesn't mean anything to anyone who doesn't know uh, Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Um, I live nearish O'Hare. Um, but yeah, that was quite an annoying waiting game. And because of that, I am very salty, so I don't, I'm not very happy recording this episode. I had some technical issues with the mic itself. It, like it started giving me the old fuzz. And I had to keep plugging things in and out and in and out and just messing with the wires before it would finally give me clean audio. And hopefully this didn't end up getting screwed up again. But um, I'm not very happy today. Uh, and I have a dentist appointment tomorrow, which I'm really not happy about. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of things that are really uh, upsetting me and annoying the hell out of me. But there's one shining star in all this and that is into the breach i've talked about this game many times in the past when it came out on pc and i've called it my favorite game of 2018 and it still is that i adore it i put probably because i i did launch it outside of steam for quite a while not realizing that steam didn't count those hours when i just saved the launcher in my uh taskbar and so I probably put close to 100 hours uh, into it on PC. And the reason why I'm talking about it again is because in Nintendo's Nindy Showcase yesterday, um, they announced a bunch of indie games, uh, plenty of old ones that are coming there, uh, like Bastion and what have you. Um, but they ended it with the best news of the entire showcase, which was that Into the Breach is coming out on Nintendo Switch. Not only that, it was coming out right then and there. Available now. Go get yourself some Into the Breach. And you know what I did? I got myself some Into the Breach. I got a code for the PC version for free, so the least I could do is buy it at least once on Switch. And when I say at least once, I mean if it comes to Xbox One, I am buying it there. The only system I might be hesitant is PS4 because I just don't use it. Though I, I would love to support them again. But I am 
being reminded again of why I love this game so much. I've already beaten it twice. I've unlocked four additional squads, uh, probably six or seven, maybe even eight uh, pilots. I've unlocked I don't know how many achievements. And I just, I, I, I adore Into the Breach. If you don't know what Into the Breach is, it's somewhat like Advanced Wars and, and like chess or the Duke if you play that board game where you are controlling a group of three mechs that have various abilities. Um, the starting squad has a mech that can punch real hard. And I, I don't remember what the starting squad has other than the punching one because the punching one is the most important. I, it's a very basic uh, mech. It's very standard. It's not the most special or anything. But you unlock additional ones that uh, use ice or fire or they utilize smoke to prevent the enemy from attacking, uh, which are these, the Vec, which are these bug-like creatures. And you do a set of moves, and then the enemy does a set of moves, and it goes back and forth for four or five turns in each match. Um, and what you're trying to do in these matches is prevent the Vec from destroying the, the buildings. So you you want to save the citizens. You also don't want to get your, any of your mechs destroyed because while if you if you complete a, a match uh, with a mech or two destroyed, you'll still have those for the following matches. You'll lose a pilot, which uh, gains XP as you defeat enemies. And as they gain XP and level up, they can level up twice. They'll unlock special abilities like extra grid defense, which allows your... De depending on the percentage of your grid defense, it allows your buildings to potentially evade an attack. And you can get a reactor with your pilot, which are used to upgrade your mechs to give them more damage, more health, more movement, um, and other uh, various things. They could give your mechs some more HP. And then some even have special abilities, like the, the squad that utilizes smoke, to prevent uh, the enemies from attacking and kind of are really good at controlling the environment and the space. That's what they're good for. There's one pilot that is unaffected by smoke because when you're in smoke, you can't attack or you can't heal yourself. Uh, you can't really do anything. Um, but with this specific pilot, if they're in smoke, they can still do all this. And the smoke is also electric, but... If you're using that particular uh, squad, they are unaffected by it because that's what they're uh, using. And so you do all this. There are four different islands with uh, that are broken up into segments. And you just go and uh, tackle a, a handful of the areas of one island. And then you have like a, a boss battle, which has an extra powerful Vec that... You have to kill and then just more fodder and some objectives. So the levels will have specific objectives like protect these satellite launches from happening, uh, protect these robots, uh, destroy uh, a certain number of mountains for whatever reason. Uh, on some very specific levels, it'll be like destroy the dam. Uh, so while you have the things you want to do, just like protecting the citizens, You'll also have these special objectives, which if you complete them, you will gain uh, stars, which you'll, uh, which are reputation that you use to 
purchase maybe new weapons a pile uh, i don't know if you can purchase pilots um but purchase new weapons or uh the the nodes which you use to upgrade your uh, mechs and also the uh charging the little lightning bolt things that uh, add to your uh, defense the, the the town defense um the grid defense and eventually there are four islands you don't have to complete them all to attack the the boss area the final battle where you drop a bomb in this specific underground place and defend it until it goes off um you only have to defeat one but of course going through other islands will allow you to upgrade your mechs more but um i just i still love the hell out of it it's such a, a wonderful game and it is absolutely perfect on switch so the way you control the the mechs is just you move the analog stick around and you have an on-screen cursor and it's very easy to maneuver them all around and this is the game that is going to get me to learn the buttons on the switch finally uh i i was like i've been talking about it plenty of times that i just don't know which buttons are which but i know the y button is the left button why do i know the y button is the left button because the y button ends the turn and that's the button i press to end the turn the x button is the top button i know that because the x button heals your mechs so i press the top button whenever i need to heal my mechs the a button is the right button because it's the button you use to you know click uh to uh, select a unit and then move them around what have you and the B button is the button you use to say hey no I don't actually want to do that and you press the B button because the B button is on the bottom um, and then I now know that the L R and R I don't do they call it R R but those ones are the back triggers and just L and R are the top triggers so I know the controls of my Switch now, thanks to Into the Breach. So it's great for everything. It's great for playing, and it's great for learning what the hell the friggin' buttons, or where the friggin' buttons on the Switch controller are. Um, but yeah, I absolutely adore it. It's 15 bucks. It's well worth it. Um, and I just can't wait to play more of it. And it's a, like I said, it's a perfect Switch game, because having it available on the go is so wonderful i'm 100 percent for sure going to put over 100 hours into this version of the game uh and I'm, right now i'm just going through with the various squads uh, obtaining their achievements because the achievements in the game that is what you use when you uh unlock an achievement you gain a st i think they're stars but whatever the kind of icon you get when you unlock an achievement, you use those to unlock new squads. Uh, no, they're not stars. They're just like coins. So you get coins for every single achievement you unlock. There are a good amount of achievements that are just across the board. And then for each squad, they have three squad-specific achievements. So I'm just going through the process now of unlocking achievements so that I can unlock all the squads. And then there is a secret Vex squad. Not really secret, but what that one require i think you have to unlock all the achievements uh, which includes beating the game on a hard i believe which is not easy i do recommend so this is my quote-unquote pro tip for uh, new people to into the breach play it on easy 
don't feel bad about playing on easy. You can even always play on, uh, on easy because it's still a good challenge. It's still very enjoyable. Uh, but I think it's very important. It's a very good idea to just play it on easy when you're first playing to just get a grasp of things, to know how everything works, to learn strategies and all that kind of jazz. But also so you can unlock uh, at least a handful of achievements early on to unlock a squad or two initially because the initial squad that has the punching mech and I think just like a regular tank that pushes enemies around and one other one that does this or that. It's a fine squad, but it's very basic. It's not all that interesting other than the mech that punches things. I really I enjoy that one because you can unlock later uh, when you have a few of those nodes or whatever they're called. Uh, a dash ability, which allows you to just dash and just punch the hell out of something. Um the other ones are more interesting in the kind of strategies you can implement. And also, when you unlock more squads, one of the things I really like is you can do a, a, a random squad, which will just throw in any uh, selection of uh, mechs from all the squads you've unlocked at that point, which is cool. And then you can also create custom squads, and those all both, uh, both also have their own set of uh achievements for the random squad and custom squad which is nice but um into the breach is an amazing game and i can't wait to just keep playing it and play more of it and i really hope into the breach gets a lot a lot a lot of love on switch i'm sure it did pretty well on pc but i'm hoping that because it seems like the hunger is still there for just games in general on the switch that this game gets a lot of love, especially since it was the like one last thing for the Nindy Showcase. It was the, okay, we got one more thing to show you. Here it is. Also, it's available now. And I like that they ended with that because it shows you how special the game is and how special people, including Nintendo, think it is. That it's worthy of being the final note and the, hey, available now. Go get it. And, and I just hope it finds even more success and greater success and i do really hope it comes to other consoles because i just think it's an amazing game that should be available for everyone to play because it's just it's such it's such a fun 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 game and i hope at some point maybe they add in a type of i, I mentioned this before but i would love to see some kind of endless mode that just keeps throwing enemies at you and then the, the ground will fall through and you'll end up in a new environment every now and again and you just keep going until the enemies are too much for you to handle and and then you could do that for like some kind of high score thing also like a, a daily thing where it's a set uh challenge and a, a set uh encounter um but into the breach amazing game amazing game other than that haven't played all that much new or interesting really I did check out the Cyberpunk 2077 video, which looks fine. I wasn't blown away by it. Visually, it looks really nice. I think what is really what really stands out about it from a visual standpoint is just when they get into the streets and you see how dense the streets are and how many people and just how much stuff is going on. That is very impressive. Will it be that way when it launches? Who knows? What kind of tech were they running that demo on? Like, What were the specs of that PC? Who knows? Is it anywhere near 
uh, the Xbox One, even the X or PS4 Pro specs? I don't know. When is the game actually coming out? I don't know. Um, but the thing that I'm concerned about, the the things, because there are multiple things I'm concerned about. Like one, it, it looks cool, okay? It looks really cool. It looks like a, a more lively Deus Ex. Um, but the characters and the story seems to be less constructed or just because it is such an open game a much more open game it feels like it's not going to be as refined of a story possibly and the writing isn't that great from the demo at least um and like i, I don't care about your character all that much and um the gameplay looked a bit rough but it's really hard to tell how a game plays from looking at it you, ha you really have to get in your hands to know how it feels but i'm excited for it it looks really neat i love the visual style i love that cyberpunk aesthetic i i don't it's not so much that i love it it's just that i i can really dig it i i adore the deus ex series um and we're not getting any more of those for a while if ever again who knows um but the demo style and i definitely think it's worth checking out one another part of the problem with the demo for me is that i hated the narrator the narrator sounded like a subdued casey Kasem, and i could not stand it it was so distracting and i just wanted him to shut up every time he opened his stupid mouth but i have a link to the demo in the post so you can check it out there um it's 48 minutes and yeah Sometimes it also feels like it's just being mature to be mature uh, with some of the language and stuff. And I really can't emphasize enough that the writing so far in that does not really impress me at all. And then I watched a few superhero-ish movies from the 90s. Uh, the Rocketeer, Darkman, and The Phantom. So the Phantom and the Rocketeer are already established characters, I believe. And Darkman was a character created by Sam Raimi and company. And I was sad to realize that Darkman is not that great. And I think a big part of the problem, because it's got a great premise, it's got a great idea and all that. But a big part of the problem is the writing. It just doesn't feel right. And I think it's because... It was written by, I don't know, it was like six or eight people. And having that many people write your screenplay just means that you're going to end up with a bit of a mess. And that's kind of what it is. Uh, there's some cool bits in it, but it was just, it just kind of stay. It was like in neutral It never picked up and uh, picked up in gear or anything. Then the Rocketeer is fun. It's a fun, like throwback to old school type of uh, stuff. And and the Phantom is a nice, silly, campy, corny, stupid little thing that I was surprised that I enjoyed it as much as I did still today. Um, and also with the Rocketeer, I just I adore that mask so much. That helmet uh, is so freaking cool looking. I love it. I love the whole outfit. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good place to end because 
I need to brush off all this salt and see if maybe my package arrived. Well, too too late, so it doesn't even matter. Um, but uh, yeah, that will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my email list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I'm the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal podcast, which are both available on streaming, nope, on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to check out some of the crazy, kooky, colorful art I do, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it out over there and if you see something you like you click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy supporting the site in general and everything we do please go over to patreon.com pxs and support us that away and now i'll say bye bye